Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Welcome to Straight Outta Limitations. I am your host, Colleen Heaton, and today we're talking with a true warrior and my friend, mommy and author, Stephanie Wolf. Hey, Stephanie, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. I know you and I adore you, but would you please introduce yourself and your family to our audience? Okay, sure. Um, my name's Stephanie Wolf. Uh, I have been married for nearly 10 years to my husband, Matthew. We have two kids, um, Addie, who is disabled, and I have a toddler son named Lawson. And I am a blogger, a stay-at-home mom, and author of Authentically Addie Book. You are wife, mom, blogger, and author of not one, but two now Authentically Addie Books. Tell us all of the things about these books. This is amazing. Thanks. Um, yeah, I really love what we're doing with these books. So Authentically Addie Book, we really strive to have parents and families and teachers uh, and anyone else who wants to really just normalize conversations about disabilities. Talking about disabilities doesn't need to be a taboo subject. It doesn't need to be anything to shy away from. Disabilities are just disabilities, and there's nothing wrong with that. And we want people to explore that and be able to ask questions as families and, and in the classroom. So that way we make it a non-issue, because it shouldn't be. Right. They're all children, and they're trying to make it through the world together, and they need to get to know one another. Everybody has differences. Let's learn each Absolutely. other's differences. Yeah. So yes. um, tell us a little bit more about Addie um, and her life and what things are like day to day raising Addie. Sure. So Addie is seven years old. She was born with significant chromosomal abnormalities. She does not have a syndrome attached to her, but I was told at my 20-week ultrasound when I was pregnant with her, that, you know, something might be wrong and that further testing was needed. So we knew before Addie was born that she was going to have some differences. However, we had no idea the scope and magnitude of what those would be for her. We've always said Addie writes the own, her own book of her life. <laughs> and because um, her chromosomal differences are so rare, she really does write the book and lets us know every day 
you know, what her life is going to be like. And so Addie has a trait and a ventilator. She's in a hot pink wheelchair, loves the color pink, and she loves no limitations. She loves soccer. She loves cheer. Uh, she even does no limitations Girl Scout. Yes. So she's just rocking and rolling. She has therapy every, oh, twice a week, and she goes to school uh, nearly every day virtually. She uses an eye gaze device to communicate and also her facial expressions, which are quite hilarious. Oh, um, yes, yes. You know what's going on by the looks. Yes. Definitely. <laughs> Okay, yes, she will tell you. <laughs> you mentioned no limitations, and I was going to get around to asking you about that, but let's go ahead and talk about it. I love that in your first book, Ziggy the Zebra is playing soccer. Yay! That is that was so fun, and I, Addie's right there beside him in the illustration, and I thought, look at her in the book with no limitations. And she plays soccer, basketball. She's a cheerleader. She does halftime dances and and cheers on the sidelines. And she does everything that a seven-year-old girl would want to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, Ziggy plays soccer because it's a little homage to Addie and her very first sport of uh, soccer with no limitations. That was the first thing that she ever did. Uh, I think she was not quite three. I think we kind of snuck her in there a little early um, because Maria just said she had to come and join No Limitations. And she loved it ever since. And, yeah, she's just been rocking and rolling all the sports and activities. And we love it. We love it. And she loves it. We love having y'all and we love having her. And uh, you said that one of our volunteers, Maria, uh, her therapist is is kind of who introduced you to no limitations in the first place. Yes, so Maria was Addie's PT when Addie first came out of the hospital. Addie was in the hospital the first ten months of her life, and as soon as she came home, we started OT and PT up. And Maria was her PT and just said, "You've got to get Addie in no limitations." And I hadn't even heard of it before. And so she told me all about it, and she said, well, you're supposed to be three, but Abby's really close, so we should let her stay, you know, soon. And so we just said, sure, why not? Let's see what it's about. And we've had fun ever since. Yes, and I I love when I'm preparing for the podcasts, when I look back at the pictures of the family that I'm going to be speaking with and see how they've grown over the years and it just makes my heart so happy because it's one thing to go to school. It's another thing to go to therapy. It's one thing for a child to do the things that they have to do from day to day. But to get to play sports and participate as part of a team, and in in Addie's case, also to be part of a Girl Scouts troop, that is life-changing. It's... It's not necessary for life, but it gives so much quality to their lives. That's why Absolutely. it's necessary. So what what, yeah. what did you think when you showed up for that first soccer game? You know, at first I thought, how are they going to do this? Because Addie, um, at the time, didn't have a wheelchair. She had a medical stroller. 
And I thought, how is Addie going to kick this little tiny soccer ball and, and play soccer when she needs so much help? And But what was great was that everyone with no limitations assured me that Addie was going to be fine and Addie was going to have fun and that we as parents didn't need to help her that they had everything under control and that we should just enjoy from the sidelines, which to me was so like such an unthought of concept because here I was constantly doing everything. Right. I was going to ask, did you believe that it was under control? Yeah. You know what? I did because everybody looked so confident and there were already games going ahead of ours, but I was like, Oh, and then to see that the ball used for soccer was not a traditional soccer ball but it was adaptive and it was a huge ball and I was like she can actually reach the ball and she had a volunteer that was you know pushing her around and helping her kick the ball and um, she was making goals and I mean it was just this amazing moment in my heart where you know I got to see my girl participating in something fun for once instead of doctor's visits or therapy or what you know what I mean um and she got to do it on her own she didn't have to have me or her dad there you know pushing her and doing it with her I think that the parents grow right along with the athletes yes um so let's let's kind of get back to the book a little bit because there are some things I don't want to forget about pointing out. Can you tell us, um, I'm looking at the first one and it says a national number one bestseller. Are you serious? Yes. You've written a number one bestselling book? Yes, ma'am. Um, the first Authentically Addie book became a national number one bestselling book within two hours of launch. Um, it was really crazy that week had been, actually the, that the two weeks prior to the book release had been really crazy. Um, we had the Texas ice storm, right? We all know that. Oh, yes. Um, our family personally lost power for several days and had to go stay at a friend's house. Um, and at our friend's house, they didn't have water. So that was interesting. And uh, when we came home, when they finally found out we had electricity, we were home like that evening. It was like a Thursday. And then my son walked and got sick with a stomach bug. And then my husband got sick with a stomach bug. And then I got sick with a stomach bug. And then by Monday, Addie had got sick with a stomach bug. And we tried to keep us all hydrated as much as possible. I landed in the ER that week. Um, and then Addie ended up having to go to Trip Children's because she just could not stay hydrated. And so that, as soon as me, I got back from the ice storm. Addie was in the hospital. And she was in the hospital for a little less than a week. And the day after she got out of the hospital, uh, we published the book for everyone to enjoy. So we had quite a crazy couple of weeks. And then the book came out, and it was a shock that it became a best-selling book within two hours. Well, you you did say that she kind of likes to do things her own way <laughs> and uh, that, that she sets the tone. Um, but yes. yes, I've, I've watched your journey kind of through being a blogger and, um, now these books, and I am super impressed with the way that you're handling everything. If you could go back and do this again, would you start over and go through the whole book process again? Absolutely. Um, the book process is really fascinating. It actually started, 
um, right before COVID hit, um, at that time, Hattie was in the hospital also. And she had had some kind of respiratory illness and um, there was like whispers of it happening um, around the globe and starting to come here. And uh, I had a friend that published a book and uh, I thought if she can do it, I can do it. Like I have stories to tell. I would love to share about Addie. Um, And people had pushed me to um, maybe think about writing a book, but I wasn't so sure in my um, abilities. And when I saw my friend do it, I was like, if she can do it, I can do it. And so I got in touch with um, her publisher who was on the same wavelength as I was. And um, we went through that whole process um, in 2020. And That seems like so long ago. It does. It seems like so long ago. And um, yeah, by the beginning of this year, we came out with the first Authentically Addy book. And then people were begging us Mm -hmm. for another story. They said, we have to know what's next. Are you going to have something next? You know, what is in the future for Authentically Addy? And so um, we had already begun, you know, discussions on the second book and just cranked out that second book. My illustrator, Noor, is fantastic and illustrated, you know, so quickly and beautifully. And we released the second book um, last week. Yes, last ma'am. week, And it's already a number one bestseller as well. But I would do it all over again. It was, um, it was not just a COVID passion project, I mean, it's just a passion project in itself. And uh, being able to change lives, like people are saying the book is doing for them, uh, makes me want to do it over and over as many times as possible. Yes, and you do it so beautifully. And let me say, so authentically, it is um, like nothing that I've ever seen. You are just telling your daughter's story, but it is opening up the world to other people and the conversations that are being had, the reviews that I've read, the comments from all around the country, it is making a difference. And you you could have gone on with your life without ever doing this, and people would have gone on with their lives. But you have permanently changed people and their perspectives by simply telling a story about Addie's life. Thank you. I, I truly hope that uh, as many people see it that way as you do. And, uh, you know, I couldn't have done any of it without God and God's help and what he's done for our family and um, for Addie specifically. And, uh, you know, when I was pregnant with Addie, I just was like, I want you to use Addie's life for your glory. That is the goal. And um, I feel like we are uh, getting there with these books. You know what I mean? I feel like we are touching on that and in some aspects. And uh, to me, that is a beautiful thing. Yes, it definitely, definitely is. So can you tell us what a basic day is like for you and Addie when you, from when you wake up until you put her to bed? 
Um, our days are really busy, actually. Um, so we usually start out in the mornings um, with my husband waking up. Uh, he likes to get up pretty early for work. And so he gets the task of helping the nurse move Addie um, from her room to the living room. That's our hangout spot. And um, typically, Addie will get medicines and feeds, and then we are busy. We're either doing therapy, uh, we're doing school online, or um, we are running around doing errands sometimes, doctor's appointments or whatnot. Um, and we keep our schedule really packed that way. So um, she has therapy twice a week. So many times um, we are running from dropping her little brother off at school to therapy, maybe grabbing lunch. And um, I try to get her out as much as possible in a safe way right now. So we like to go have lunch somewhere um, where there's not a lot of people, but we can still enjoy. Right. And then um, usually it's either school or another type of therapy session and then picking up little brother coming home making dinner um and then we have you know bath time for not only Lawson but for Addie um and then Addie's evenings consists of um the bath with her nurse medicines she has a trach like I mentioned so trach hair um, which is like cleaning and making sure everything's good with her trach and changing her little neckties that hold her trach. Um, and then she gets to hit the sack and get breathing treatment to finish off her night. And she usually loves her, um, it's like a, they call it a CPT vest, but it basically is a shaker vest that oh. shakes um, the mucus out. And, um, so typically she'll fall asleep while laughing about wearing her vest. And that is pretty much our night. And by, that's, oh gosh, by like 9.30 or 10, I finally get to relax for the day. Oh, and wow. we watch a little bit of TV, maybe one show, and then it's off to bed. Right. Um, and that does not include if I have to work or um, have certain deadlines. You know, I try to put them in in the middle, but... Andy's day is very busy. <laughs> Sounds like it. And what what does it take for you to get Addie from your house to the vehicle and then the vehicle to the place that you're taking her? So thankfully, um, that has been a system that we have kind of perfected. So Addie has a large backpack that we take everywhere with her. And in it has her suction machine. Um, it's her trace bag, which has like, spare trach, any kind of spare anything that she needs, basically a suction machine and um, an ambu bag, which an ambu bag is what they usually have like um, in a hospital or um, an ambulance that they can give you in case you need help breathing. So we keep all of those things in her backpack and um, someone holds the backpack, someone puts her ventilator on the back of her wheelchair and we get her in her wheelchair and strap her in. And then, um, thankfully, we have a, a van that has a ramp on it. So 
so we're able to lower the ramp with the touch of a button, wheel her up the ramp in the van, and then um, her wheelchair has places for hooks, and we're able to hook her wheelchair straight into the van, which is really, really nice. Um, and load up her backpack and go. Uh, that's what it is for us now. It used to not be so easy when she was younger and we had um, just a regular car and a car seat and lifting a, you know, 40-pound child was not very easy. <laughs> yes. Um, thankfully, these days, it's a lot easier for us. And uh, I think with the mindset of, feeling like she can go and do anything that she wants to. Um, we try to make life as accessible as possible to her. And um, so it's a routine that we've perfected. And thankfully, um, that's chaos because we can do more things in, you know, um, less time. <laughs> you make it sound easy. And you said that you want to make life more accessible for her. What would you like our local community to know about what they can do to make things more inclusive and more accessible for Addie and for all the children in our area who are like Addie with wheelchairs? So this is actually one thing I've been talking about um, on my Instagram stories the past week. Um, so Addie recently had to go to Cook Children's for a couple of appointments. And I found out that their hospital has a, it's like a, an accessible family room, but basically it's a larger bathroom and it's different than an accessible restroom in the fact that they have a large changing table there. And it is motorized, which was really fancy, but um, it, it has buttons that can raise higher or go lower if you need, depending on the height that, you know, this person needs to use this um, large changing table. And it is a changing table, you know, made up, up to the size of a grown adult. Um, and I only know of one place in town that actually has a restroom like that, and that is at Elite Therapy. Yes. Um, and I love it. And um, theirs isn't motorized, but it's still amazing. Uh, I know Biddy and Bose is about to open up, and I believe they have been working with some friends of ours to have a restroom that is accessible in that way. But that is a huge thing. And I think that a lot of businesses, instead of having baby changing tables, they could easily swap out a baby changing table for, you know, a large one. And then it's accessible for everyone. It's accessible for babies. It's, it's accessible for um, disabled kids all the way up to disabled adults. And it's something much, much, much needed in this community. And I would love to see more. Yes, that's that's something that I've heard parents ask for for as long as, as I've been involved in volunteering and getting to know you moms and trying to support you in different ways. And it is something that the need will never go away. So yes, exactly. it needs, it needs to be addressed. It's the same as having a ramp 
versus having steps. Everybody can use a ramp. Only certain people can use the steps. Everybody, everybody could use the larger changing table. Only certain people can use the smaller one. And absolutely, I'm I'm so glad that you you brought that up, and and you tell the stories in your books about the differences that we all face uh, from day to day, and. I love how you introduce Addie. She is a very special kid just like you with many characteristics that make her particularly unique. Wouldn't it be wonderful if, as a community, we could start a conversation about the need for these tables because, you know what, we all got to go to the bathroom. That's right. So and oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you go right ahead. Um, what I wanted to add too is, if people think of it, you know, humanity issue, um, you know, it, it's a, it's a right to be able to go to the restroom, right? Like everybody should have that right, and to be able to do it in a dignified manner as well. Um, you know, obviously. People go to the restroom and they have stalls and they have a nice place to go to the restroom. And the reality is that families that have um, kids with different disabilities um, that can't find changing tables that fit their child's size um, end up having to use their cars a lot of times. Or even a bathroom floor. Or even a bathroom floor, which is wild and should be absolutely unacceptable. Um, and it's, it's a sad reality that so many people face. And it's such an easy fix. And I know that there's a cost difference for businesses. But, you know, that is, it, it, it needs to be a right for everyone and a dignified right at that. And um, it's an easy change that can go so, so far. I, I never thought that our conversation would go this direction, but I'm so glad that it has because you're saying things that definitely need to be said and that our community needs to hear. And you're saying it with passion and purpose and a professionalism that sometimes we don't have because we get so emotional behind sure. these issues. So uh, I admire your poise, even when you're talking about the difference between having to change your seven-year-old on a bathroom floor or the back of your vehicle versus Mm -hmm. a changing table that, like you said, is a relatively easy fix for our community. Yeah, I really think it's something that um, businesses in our community really should take seriously and it's important and honestly our community especially the no limitations family is so strong and tight-knit that I'm telling you if there was a business that had a restroom like that we would all flock to that business with gratitude and you know patronize patronage them you know so much more 
just knowing that they did something so wonderful right. <laughs> for, you know, the people in our community. And we would definitely label them a no limitations approved business and would uh, celebrate them um, to the ends of the earth. And you know what? I, I think we're moving in that direction. I think that eyes are being opened and people are seeing how large the disability and special needs community is within our area. A lot of times because travel is restricted or lessened, mm-hmm. um, they're, they're, Addie is not out in the public eye as much as, let's say, a high school football player. Uh, sure. And so once we get more attention and state what we need, then I think I think we'll just continue to grow stronger and have more and more access for everyone. I agree. So uh, we've we've talked about no limitations and how you came to it. And one thing that, that I haven't mentioned with you is no limitations is completely free of charge to everyone who participates. If if you hadn't the opportunity to speak with the sponsors and the donors, the people who make it free, what would you say to them? We are so appreciative. Like it means the world to our family, and I know so many others, that we're just able to participate. It doesn't cost us any money because if we're honest, like therapies, supplies, like everything, it costs so much um, that it's nice for our kids to be able to do something that um, doesn't cost a dime, and it's so much fun for them. And we get to sit on the sidelines as parents and just enjoy our kids having fun for once without our help or and, and just be able to take it in like a typical family would be able to take it in. And um, we're just so, so grateful. It's such a wonderful opportunity that we have this in our town. And I'm always floored that um, there are not a lot of places around that have these kinds of um, organizations and we are just so lucky so thank you to everyone we are beyond appreciative what I have found is there 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 are other similar organizations but I can't find another one that offers the services at completely no charge and that right. that allows us to make sure that we're not a burden on families. We're, we're giving you something and we're asking for nothing. And in a world that's asking you to adapt everywhere you go and pay for that adaptation and pay for the upgrades and travel for medical care, we're just saying, hey, show up and have fun and leave your wallet at home. Yes, and that is so wonderful. It, it truly is. Well, let's let's talk about wrapping up now. Do you have anything else that you'd like to add? Anything that we haven't discussed? Um, well, we are going to be at the um, Elite Trunk or Treat this coming weekend. 
That's um, Sunday afternoon, right? Yes, Sunday afternoon at Elite Therapy. Um, Authentically Addy Crew will be there, and we are going to be passing out um, coloring sheets, Authentically Addy coloring sheets. So uh, don't forget to drive by us this weekend. But um, we're excited, too, for No Limitations starting back up uh, on Saturday, too, right? So Right. We, we were able last Saturday, and we plan again next Saturday to get out and enjoy the sun and kind of have a modified version of what we've been able to do in the past. And we look forward to more normal, scheduled team events in the very near future. Yay! Well, we're so excited. The kids were sick this past week, but they're feeling much better, so we can't wait to join. And, um, yeah, and Authentically Addie is available on Amazon, um, the first one, or you can get it locally at Barnes & Noble or Fables. And the second book is um, Authentically Addie Adventures to the Ocean, and that one is on Amazon as well right now. Do you know when it will be available in local stores? Um, within the next couple of months, we are getting all orders taken care of and shipped out and everything. So um, okay. soon, soon. I'll definitely make an announcement on our um, Authentically Eddie Books Instagram. And um, that way people can keep up. Okay. And, and your inst- the, the Authentically Eddie Instagram is where people can find you. That's where you're most active. Yes. It's also connected to Facebook. So both of them are Authentically Eddie Books. Authentically Addy Books by author Stephanie Wolf, a national number one bestseller. I am so thrilled for you. I'm so proud of you and inspired by you. And I thank you so much for taking time today out of your very busy schedule to talk with us and, and share what life is like for the Wolf family. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. This was really fun. Thank you. I look forward to seeing y'all soon. Sounds good. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye. And a special thank you to our show producer, Mike Hamilton. We are so grateful for you and all of your behind-the-scenes work. Thank you so much for joining us for Straight Out of Limitations. Colleen Heaton, director of No Limitations, a unique nonprofit in Central Texas offering free adaptive sports and inclusive social activities to the special needs community. Straight Out of Limitations is made possible by Rogue Media Network. RogueMediaNetwork.com. You can find this podcast and many more wherever you get your podcasts iTunes, Spotify, and the like. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share us with all your friends. For info on how you can become a No Limitations athlete or volunteer, check out our website, nolimitationswaco.com, or connect with us on social media, No Limitations Waco on Facebook, or No Limitations Texas on Instagram. Special thanks to Titus for the use of his song, No Limitations. It's a different day, but what can I say? And I've been patient. Yeah, but anyway, but anyway, can't stop my curtain.